If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. The numbers told the story they always do. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN. Good Thursday morning to you. It is a numbers game at VSIN, the sports betting network, VSIN.com, the VSIN app, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV, all proudly brought to you by Bar Canada, the D, of course, DK Network as well. It's a numbers game. Gil Alexander, Kelly Bidlin. In the hizzy, producer number nine. So much more than a producer. What's happening? Not much, buddy. How you doing? I'm good. Uh, Crack Man, unscripted with Bill Krakenberger today on the show. And Matt Brown, live from uh, TPC Scottsdale, where we have a new DraftKings sportsbook. We'll talk NFL with him. Yep, can't wait. He'll be down there. Uh, a couple segments. Big new brick and mortar sports book opening there yep. at TBC Scottsdale on location. Will we? Will we be doing that other thing with with Matt Brown? You mean the kicking video? Yes. Yes, we will. Oh, kicking video. Matt Brown and the field goal bet, all shot by the great Dakota coming up on the show as well. A uh, whole bunch to get to then in the first segment because we've got all that to get to. So let's talk about yesterday. Let's talk about today. First Major League Baseball yesterday. The Houston Astros get off the schneid. 8-5 to five win over the Texas Rangers. Game three of the best of seven American League Championship Series. It was a must-win situation as, the, as must-wins go. You don't want to fall behind 3 to nothing in any best of seven, that's for sure. And Houston gets it done. They took a 5 to nothing lead early and then essentially... Uh, Texas kept knocking it back to three. Houston kept knocking it forward, and they do end up winning by that three-run margin, eight to five. They get it done behind Christian Javier, who was just spectacular once again in postseason form. Um, today, a doubleheader. Doubleheaders abound today, tomorrow. Uh, today in the afternoon, it is game three of the National League Championship Series between the Phillies and the Diamondbacks. This is the proverbial must-win situation for the Diamondbacks. It's going to be Ranger Suarez uh, going for the Phillies against Brandon Fott. Brandon Fott, once again, uh, Kelly. Suarez, so far this postseason, game one in Atlanta, in that uh, division series, three and uh, two-third innings, gave up no earned runs, four Ks, one walk, just one hit allowed. And then he was game four, uh, the clincher versus Atlanta, where he got the win. He went five strong, gave up one earned run, three hits, two Ks, uh, and no walks. Ranger Suarez has been everything the Phillies could have possibly wanted him to be over a couple postseasons now. And then fought. He had the... Really a horrible regular season. His ERA and his advanced stats were over 5.00 in this postseason. Hasn't been that much better. Two and two-thirds in that wild card game one at Milwaukee. uh, Gave up three earned runs, seven hits, four Ks, one walk. A little better game three in the clincher versus the Dodgers in the DS. Four and a third. Gave up no earned runs, two hits, two Ks, and uh, no walks. 
uh, I will be on Philly again. Like, again, for me, this Major League Baseball postseason has been the greatest of them all. My North Star has been my exacta. The Phillies over the Astros in the World Series. And so I've just been betting those teams um, over and over and over. The Phillies on, on the money line last yesterday it was the Astros. Again, all our picks, VEASAN.com slash picks. Tennis is, by the way, also a very... Uh, it, it's funny how one sport works out great and another sport reminds you, uh, yeah, this is not going to go well. We had a uh, tennis play last night. Christian Garin in Tokyo up 6-4-4-2 and managed to botch that. So sports betting is like that. Um, but baseball continues to treat us well. I'll be on the Phillies today in some form. Probably just probably the money line. I probably won't even run line this. I'll probably money line this as the price is short at minus 120. And then the nightcap tonight is game four of Houston and Texas. If Houston is to get there, they would want to tie this series up at two games apiece. That is going to be Jose Orchidi and Andrew Heaney with uh, Orchidi just having pitched once thus far in the postseason game four at Minnesota in that division series, five and two thirds, gave up two earned runs, three hits, six Ks, one walk. That was the clincher against Minnesota. He got the win in that. Heaney pitched, you may recall, a game one at Baltimore in that American League division series. He only went three and two thirds, gave up one earned run, two hits, one K, and one walk. Uh, Texas leads this series two to one. I'm going to be on Houston again today, Kelly. Okay. Uh, Houston, a slight dog, plus 102. Um, so again, baseball doing its thing. And. Good for baseball. Forget our bets. Good for baseball that the Astros won that game last night because, boy, oh, boy, not only have we talked about the fact that that we've had sweeps galore in the wild card. All four series were sweeps. The fact that two of the four division series were sweeps. The other two only had the, the loser winning one game in that best of five. But if we were to have both of these just end up being non-competitive, my goodness. And the biggest stat of all, not only are the series in terms of the final results big uh, in terms of just reflecting, you know, how lopsided these series have been. But the team that leads Brian Anderson mentioned this stat a couple nights ago and it continued yesterday. The team that leads after the fourth inning, we've played 27 postseason games thus far. The team that leads after the fourth inning, not the seventh inning, not the sixth inning, not the eighth inning, but the team that leads after the fourth inning in this postseason is 24 2 and 1, which is a mind boggling statistic. 24 2 and 1. Uh, the Braves' famous comeback against the Phillies, the one game they won in the division series, being one of the two that didn't go that way. I think the Diamondbacks trailed the Brewers in one of those wild card games beyond the fourth inning, and they came back. And then there was a Phillies Braves that was actually tied after the fourth before uh, the Phillies took over later. That's it. Everything else done after the fourth inning. So that's been an amazing thing about this postseason, too, reflecting just not only how the results have been what they've been, but how these games have not had much, much drama, you know, flirtations with drama, but not any real lead changes or such uh, beyond as early as the fourth inning. Of course, there's football tonight as well, uh, and that is Thursday Night Football. Jacksonville is at New Orleans in this game. Jacksonville coming off a three-game winning streak. The New Orleans Saints coming off that loss at the hands of the Houston Texans. The big story tonight, of course, is Trevor Lawrence. Listed right now as we do this show Thursday morning as questionable. Uh, the Saints are preparing as if he's going to play. But just to let you know about the sort of the arc of the, of the spread and the total this week, 
Uh, this spread opened as Jaguars minus one and a half with a total of 42 and a half on Sunday. This was after, by the way, if you're wondering, well, when did when did Trevor Lawrence get hurt, by the way, in that game this past weekend uh, against the Colts? It was the very last drive. He took a sack. Uh, C.J. Beathard actually had to come in to take the final knees of that game. So it was really quite at the end. But the spread open Jaguars minus one and a half, total of 42 and a half. Um, that's probably the numbers if Lawrence is 100 percent. Then when it looked like Lawrence might miss the game entirely this week, the spread shifted to the Saints all the way to minus three. The total dropped to as low as 39. And now that Lawrence appears to be, well, he's definitely a game time decision. It feels that way right now. At least we'll find out if it is a game time decision or if it gets announced uh, even earlier. But we're going to assume it's a game time decision. The spread right now, New Orleans minus one with a total of somewhere between 39 and a half to 40 and a half. What are you seeing consensus right now? I got the, what are you seeing? Yeah, right, right, right about that four. Uh, it's yeah. pretty much painted 40, 40 and a half. Yeah, spread one to, yeah, one to two uh, around town right now, but sh- shifting that Saints way. Um, and it is. This is a little t- tricky to figure out. This is w- this is way this is again. This is such a great window into sports betting where we all love football so much that our brains gravitate. I gotta bet the football game when in fact other sports might just be that much easier at this point. This is so. If it's not Lawrence, it's C.J. Beathard. C.J. Beathard lifetime is two and ten. His stats are basically backup quarterback stats. Right, fifty nine percent completion rate, career six point nine yards per attempt. 18 to 14 touchdown to interception ratio. The Saints defense is seventh in DOA. The Jags is eighth in DVOA. So the real here's my real question on this game. Then Kelly, are you more likely to bet this? So if Lawrence plays, yeah, let's just take the total. If Lawrence plays, the total is going to tick up a let's say to 43, 42 and a half. Let's say let's say it's 42 and a half. Are you more likely to play the under if he plays at 42 and a half? Or are you more likely to play the under if he doesn't? And let's say it's 39 and a half. Um, I won't be playing it regardless. Either way. But uh, I hear what you're saying. And a, a 70, 80% Trevor Lawrence, I don't know, the under on the 42 and a half with him might be a better way to look. I don't know. Because I think that's the calculus you're making with the total, right? It's like, w- yeah. which is which is more likely to just go way under and what do we ha- i mean the saints are on some ridiculous underrun right like i think i heard this earlier this week it's like 11 games in a row or something dating back to, to last year well um, here's the biggest stat of the saints so the saints are three and three they're a half game out of the lead of the glorious nfc south uh jags right now in the lead of the afc south at four and two the biggest stat with the saints because again you know your eyes see one football game better than analytics do but analytics sort of sees the broader picture better their stories in the the story in the red zone for the saints uh they rank 29th in completion percentage and 28th in success rate that's out of 35 quarterbacks Derek carr does inside the red zone so yes the under is hit in all six of their games they're the only team in the league where that's happened Mm -hmm. they rank 27th in points per drive because of that red zone issue And so you do have to say to yourself, remember, the Giants made a whole career last year, a whole season out of performing well, both offensively and defensively on the red zone. That's why I went all season win total under because that doesn't usually sustain for an entire year. So far through six games, this is what's happening with the Saints. Is that likely to continue or is are they going to magically and it'll appear magically, but really it's just a case of regression. Are they finally going to cash in when they get to the red zone? Yeah, you know, I think they're. 
I, I thought their offense was going to struggle this year. I didn't think it was going to struggle this much, right? So I do think that they're, at some point, I expect them to positively regress, I guess, but, you know, back to what they should be and do and, and play a little more. You also have some injuries on the defensive side of the ball for Jacksonville. You got offensive linemen on both teams that are out. So, yeah, I mean, that, so that, that could be an issue tonight. I, I, the only way I'm looking at appro- approaching this game is I will be watching this all, all throughout the day, injury report-wise. If Trevor Lawrence is a go and I can get in front of the number move, I will likely be put, throwing them in a teaser and teasing the Jags up because I think the Saints' defense is great. They might end up winning this game. I don't think they're going to win by two possessions. That's Thursday Night Football up against a humongous Astros Rangers game four in the American League Championship Series. Matt Brown joins us from TPC Scottsdale, new DraftKings Sportsbook there. We'll talk NFL with him. And yes, footage of the field goal bet. On the other side, it's a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. A numbers game on VSEN, the sports betting network. With all four major sports in action, there's no better time of year to be a sports better. And with our new sports Equinox special, there's no better time to become a VSEN Pro subscriber. Sign up now, get a full VSEN Pro access to everything we do through May 1st for only $120, including daily best bets, unlimited access to our betting splits, plus all our exclusive betting content for the MLB playoffs, college football, the rest of the NFL season as well, March Madness, the NBA, and NHL regular seasons. And don't forget the NFL draft as well. Don't miss this limited time offer. Visit vison.com slash subscribe to sign up now. It's Gil Alexander. It's Kelly Bidlin live from Bar Canada at the D on a numbers game. Uh, usually we talk to this gentleman on Friday, but, uh, you know, he's got bigger things to do. He's over in Scottsdale, Arizona, TPC Scottsdale, the opening of a new DraftKings sportsbook. It's VEASAN's own Matt Brown, everybody, host of the Handle and the All Angles podcast. How you doing, Matt? 
I am doing well, Gil. I mean, this is fantastic. The finishing touches are being put on everything out here in a, in a, in the frame that you guys can't see right now, but everything is getting uh, uh, everything's getting put up on the VIP event that's going down tonight here at the book, and then opening up to the to the public tomorrow on a Friday. Everybody can get out here at TPC Scottsdale and get into this. I mean, it is not only just a sports book, but I mean, it is a place you can come and just hang out. Tons of tables, TVs, food, drinks, all the things that you would that you would want, and uh, it is. It is something special. I imagine it's going to do pretty well during the waste management would be my guess. <laughs> yes, I would. I would think yeah. that is a lock. Now, just just to <laughs> clarify, can people run down there right this minute or is it open tomorrow? What's the story? Tomorrow is the official grand opening ribbon cutting, all the stuff going on today for the ceremonial stuff. And then there'll be a VIP media party and all that that's going on. And then tomorrow morning, everybody that wants to place a bet legally here at the uh, physical sports book, of course, you know, DraftKings already uh, available via the app, of course, uh, in Arizona. But if you want to come down here and, and be able to place your bet over the counter and then sit and watch with, uh, with everybody else that's sweating along with you, you can do that tomorrow. Man. And how did you get this gig, man? I'm just curious. Are you the guy that gets to go to all the new sports books? Is that your role now? What's the story? Yo, I don't know. I, I, I think we talked about this a little bit, but I, I got some time during the week now. So, yeah. you know, like, you yeah. know, yeah. yeah. So, you know, my, 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 my week, my weekdays freed up a little bit. Okay. So, you know, uh, and then again, just because I'm curious, is this on, is this on the golf course itself? You overlooking a hole right now? What's, where is it exactly? No, so it is right at the entrance of the course. Gotcha. So there's okay. so basically you, easy in and out, right? So you're not having to like go into the actual golf course, which again during the you know during the waste management oh, would, yeah. be, would be yeah it would be it would be terrible. So you're you're located right here on the corner of a couple of streets. You got parking, you got everything that you need right out here, so you can get in, get out, and uh, not have to worry about all that. Beautiful convenience of betting before you uh, you go on to the golf course itself. Yeah, waste management is going to be mayhem. It's already mayhem uh, now yes. with now with yes. the sports book. My goodness. Um, okay, well, good. TPC Scottsdale open tomorrow to the entire public. Uh, congratulations to all involved there. What about the NFL this week, sir? Well, let's start with tonight's game. Let's get your your thoughts real quick on Jacksonville and New Orleans tonight. With New Orleans favored by one right now, Trevor Lawrence questionable. Yeah, I mean, it's like almost impossible to handicap, right? It's with without knowing what's going on with Trevor Lawrence. I mean, this thing we already saw when it looked like he wasn't going to go, it ballooned out to three, and then now back to one, sitting here with the with the questionable tag. It will, should I speculate that I don't think he's going to go? Like, I feel wow. like he's not going to go um, okay. in, in this. Yeah, I mean, I feel like he's not going to go, but short week knee injury type deal on the road. I, I don't know. To me, it feels like a situation in which he wouldn't go, but uh, I, I don't know. I mean, it seems if you're going to get a decent version of Trevor Lawrence, then obviously this line is, is, is wrong, you know, but if you're getting a beat up version of Trevor Lawrence, and I think that this is appropriate and probably if you're getting in, and then obviously if you don't get Trevor Lawrence at all, this thing's going to move to three, maybe the other, you know, maybe even the other side of three, let's just, let's just go into this thinking that we're getting, you know, a beat up version of Trevor Lawrence. Let's say he gives it a go. If that's the case, then I think this is probably about appropriate. I think it's a, it's probably a pick them because one of the things about Trevor Lawrence, and we talk about this with a couple of the different quarterbacks out there that is, you know, Hey, he's kind of sneaky, mobile, sneaky, athletic can go and pick you up those first downs when needed. That's the, the stuff that we kind of talked about with Joe Burrow that he was lacking. And it was the, Hey, Joe Burrow's not Joe Burrow. Cause he can't go and move in the pocket and go pick up those first downs when needed. And I think that Trevor Lawrence kind of fits the bill with that as well. And so if that part of his game is removed, then I think this is probably about a pick probably about where it's at right now and maybe even a slight lean towards the Saints for me because one thing, as bad as that offense has been, 
the, the defense for the Saints has still held up and it's still been pretty good. And so I think that, you know, they can they can give a beat up Trevor Lawrence a, a, a tough time tonight. Look at Matt Brown. What a pro. He's dodging like the sun on one know, eye, the right? shade on another. <laughs> it is. <laughs> it is. is. Professional. It, see, so, so, so here's the here's the thing, guys. It's like we're we're I'm in a I'm in a VIP cabana right now here at the Ooh, thing. And so, me. so and I'm outdoors, but guess what? It comes with the outdoors. Outdoorsy things. <laughs> That's right. you know? Yes. Yes. So, it, yes, it do. The sun, as I'm setting up and getting low, the sun was not where it was whenever I was getting everything ready to go. So, you know, whatever. Well, you know, we'll, we'll move on. The other, the other note, real quick about this game, Matt, I'm sure you caught it yesterday too, but Nathan Rourke being moved up to the active roster too. I feel like that's usually a signal of, hey, your, uh, your main guy's probably not going. Uh, yeah, I'm going to be waiting to last minute on this one before maybe, maybe involving Jaguars in a teaser up if. Lawrence goes, but other, I'm with you. I think otherwise this is a, yeah, otherwise a pass or you're waiting and see it to the last minute. By the way, those all, yeah, and, yeah go ahead, man. I'm it, sorry. It, no, I was, I was just going to say, and it, it, you know, it's, it's kind of a bummer for the Jags too, in this situation, because you're, you're looking at, I, I mean, that division now they, they get one more, they get a couple more wins. I think that division is, is all but theirs, right? I mean, it is, it, I think the Texans are a fine story. Don't get me wrong. And I certainly think that they're going to give people some trouble along the way, but this division seems as as ripe for a team to go ahead and take control of than than any division in all of football right now for this Jags team and kind of a bummer that you know as they could really go and seize this thing is when their quarterback gets hurt. Uh, offensive line, I mentioned issues for both teams. Right for the Jags, right guard Brandon Scherf, Washington great Brandon Scherf, questionable. Left guard Walker Little is out. And the Saints, both left tackle James Hurst and right tackle Ryan Ramchick have both been ruled out. Let's talk about the Lions. Yesterday, yes. yesterday I, made the, I made the outlandish claim that I invented the question mark. And then I oh also boy, said, Bill, did you really? Yeah. How did that go over on Twitter? Well, I'll oh, tell you, I bet almost, loved it. almost as badly as it, as it went when I said that uh, I had the Lions power ranked 11th and the Chargers 10th. So, by yeah. the way, I, I uh, called my buddy, Dr. Bob, and I said, let me ask you a question. Let me ask you something, yeah. Dr. Bob, where you got the Lions? and the Chargers. And he said, uh, I got the Lions 8th and the Chargers 12th. So not really all that different, to be yeah. quite honest. Well, different, but not all that different. You like the Lions this week. Look look what you've gone and done. Now you've made me go look and see, see exactly where I have. Uh, yeah, where do you e- got Exactly it? where I have you, them. Where you got what, what a great yeah. sports betting argument that turned into yesterday. Yes, we have no arguing idea. over like a point. Like it was, well, I got him favored as one. I got him as two. And it, yeah. it, and it randomly became those two teams because I happened <laughs> to have the Chargers 10 and the Lions 11. So I, I'm actually, I have Lions 6. That's where I had them. So I have Lions six actually right now. Now this is adjusted after the the Monday night stuff and everything like that. So I, it, that did, that did kind of flip flop with the chargers. Um, I did have the chargers above them, but I, I don't think I can just in good faith do that anymore with the way that what the chargers continue to put out there on the field. So yeah, I have, I have, yeah, I've got them sixth. So that's, I, I'm pretty high on them. I but think. that's not one. Notice how that's multiple, not one. <laughs> multiple, the, the reason this also took on a life of its own is because multiple ESPN personalities, not one, have the Lions number one. NFL Network, too. Let's, okay. just, let's, I just, mean, let's just stop with that, can we? Let's, let's, let's pump the brakes. Yeah, really. Okay. Right? I mean, it's, it's, it's fine, and they're a good team, but, yeah. but come on. Yeah. Come on. Come on. Come on. So you got the yeah. Lions and the points versus the Ravens, though. You like them this week with the points. Yeah, I mean, getting the getting the other side of the of the field goal was really what prompted me. I wasn't really super interested in playing this, and then it, it flashed the, the the hook flashed with a little bit of juice on it, and I had did not think it was going to get there. But 
when it got there, I think it's just a little bit too much. One of the things that has surprised me about this Lions team, we knew the offense was going to be pretty good, right? I mean, as long as they had the guys out there and healthy, they were going to be pretty good. But then you start to look at these defensive stats for this team and you go, wait a minute, Detroit and defense. And yeah, you start to look and say, oh, this is a defense that is their pass defense. DVOA is fifth right now overall in the NFL. Their rush defense EPA against is seventh. Their pass defense EPA against is ninth. The success rate. So guys are playing behind the chains against them too. The success rate on the pass side is 12th on the rush side is fifth. So you're looking at a team that is, is in my opinion, kind of exceeding expectations. I thought the defense would be better than it was last year. It couldn't be worse, but certainly didn't think we were going to be getting in a situation where we're talking about this team as being, you know, a top 10 type defense. And there's a long way to go in the NFL season, but that's been the real surprise to me. And that's what's got me kind of back in Detroit here, because if that defense can play, if that defense can play at this level against Baltimore, the back door is always going to be open with that with that offense, right? I mean, if we're chasing, if we're chasing getting inside of a field goal, I don't think you're ever really going to feel out of it. You also tease the Lions with the Seahawks. Yeah, that's see. Okay, what, what can go wrong, right? But like Seahawks teaser leg of the century, right? oh, I mean, yeah. like, see, of the year, yes. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's of our the first century of the, of the week. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, it's our it's our. Super lock of the week, the century, the year, the universe. But I mean, seriously though, guys. I mean, like Seahawks leg is just. Tell me how that loses. Tell me how that loses, Gil. <laughs> oh, how much time do you have? No, I'm with yeah, you. Yeah, I know. I'm seriously. with you. I'm with you. Can, you know, it's just the NFL. Of course, there's yeah. no way to. Yeah, they could go out there and lay an egg. Okay, we got a lot to get. To, a lot to get to yeah. here. One more side for Matt. Two more totals, and a comeback player of the year call and bet. And of course, field goals for Matt next. A numbers game on VSIN, the sports betting network. All right, we got to take a break to talk about Zen nicotine pouches. We're always debating what a team needs to do to get to number one, but Zen nicotine pouches, well, they're already there. It's helped millions of people achieve lasting change, earning the title of America's number one nicotine pouch. Find your Zen at your local convenience store or online at Zen.com. That's Z Y N dot com. Warning this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemicals. Skill Alexander, it's Kelly Bidlin. I get it, everybody. Everybody's waiting for the field goals. We will get to that in a moment, and I will set it up for those who have no idea what we're talking about. Uh, we'll get to it. Real quick, though, let's rapid fire. This is Matt Brown, once again, co-host of The Handle with Mike Somich here at the network and, of course, of the All Angles podcast, which he does solo. Good to, good yes. to, good to go solo, he does that. Uh, you have one more side that you like this weekend. Yes, I am on the Browns um, and it's nothing that I'm very excited about or proud about. But right. I mean, it's like, <laughs> listen, there's no pride listen, in this. Listen, if you if you can beat me with a Tyler Badgett, then, you know, then so be it. I suppose that's another one of the sides that I'm looking at with the on the other side with the Raiders. I'm trying to figure out if these are all things that I want to go and try and do. But Gardner Minshew, we saw, right? We saw what he does. If he gets tons of pressure on him, then he's going to be a dude that just, when he's forced to pass the ball, he's going to throw it to the other team. And so for me, I'm sitting here and I'm looking at a, a situation where the Browns front four you can hate on the offense and I hate the offense as well. But I mean, you look at this front four, it is just getting in the backfield. It lives in the backfield. And I think we saw already what happens whenever we put a ton of pressure on Gardner Minshew. Listen, there's a reason Gardner Minshew is a, is a journeyman, right? I mean, there's a reason why he has never been able to be a starter in this league and he's never been able to, to, to keep a job. And it's because he does stuff like we saw last week and it's going to happen again this week. And 
it's a plug your nose, move on. And the Browns with the ugliest win of the year, it could end up being like a, a 13 to six game or something like that. But uh, the defense is going to be too much for Gardner Minshew. That went with, with a, with a Tyler Badgett, not Tyler Badgett with a Tyler Badgett. <laughs> if a Tyler yeah. Badgett can beat me from D2 Shepard. Yeah. All right. You have two totals. Give me a sentence or two on each of these Patriots bills under 42 and a half. This is, I think this bills team until I see something a little bit more is going to be a team that I'm kind of looking at from an under perspective. The defense is playing still well enough, even though they lost people on all three levels in order to kind of keep teams limited. And let's just be honest. Do they really have to play all that good to limit this Patriots team at this point? I don't think so. And then you got Josh Allen, who I know the injury report seems okay, but it doesn't to me feel like it's going to allow him to be Josh Allen out there, certainly probably limit some of the runs, different things that they're able to call some of the, certainly some of the designed run type stuff. You can't really take the scrambling away from him because that's what he's going to want to do. But you certainly cannot call these designed runs and all these things that are going on with his, with his shoulder. And so for me, the Patriots certainly an under team until proven and until proven otherwise. Right. I mean, they can't do anything on the offensive side of the ball at all and still have a defense. That's at least pretty good. And so uh 42 and a half, I think is a good number. I think he's sitting like 41 and a half right now. I would, I'd play it probably all the way down to 40. Those were two long sentences. Chiefs yeah, chargers sorry. under 51. What you got? Chiefs are an under, chiefs are an under team for me as well, because good defense, but this offense, if you guys look under the hood, the sneaky little secret about this Chiefs offense yeah. is that it's about middle of the pack right yeah. now in the NFL. Mm-hmm. And no one wants to talk about it because it's Patrick Mahomes and it's blasphemy if you say that the offense isn't the greatest thing in the whole world. But it's it's just not right now. It's just not. It's it's him and Kelsey, and that's about it. And so uh, under team until proven, again, same deal, until proven otherwise with this Chiefs team because I don't see them lighting up the scoreboard really against anybody right now. And that defense is good enough to keep the other teams from getting on the board. Okay, and last thing before we get to the field goals. You have made a comeback player of the year wager, sir. On who? Yeah, so I think Cooper Cup right now is sitting out there somewhere 15, 16, 17, 18-ish to one. And I get it. If DeMar Hamlin ends up playing any sort of meaningful snaps this year, they're going to give the award to him. But but guys, I mean, he's he's been an active uh, nearly every game this year. He's not getting on the field. And so I, I do wonder if we can't figure out how to give him some sort of other honorary award of something, you know, whatever. And, and then we end up giving the comeback player of the year to somebody who actually got out there and, and got things going on the field. And I think Cooper cup is a guy that you look and he's going to end up getting a ton of targets for this Rams team. He's going to end up putting up some decent, some decent numbers, even though he had to miss some time at the beginning of the year, I think at 15 to one with it being Cooper cup name value type guy. Again, if it's, it's more about the number attached to Cooper Cup. I understand why DeMar Hamlin is the is the favorite. Okay. Uh, Kelly, Matt, and I, and along with Danielle Alvari for a portion of it, for two years, we did a show here on the network called Primetime Action. We'd watch all kinds of sporting events while they were happening live. One time, uh, we were one night, we were watching a college football game. And uh, a team eschewed, if you will, a 21-yard field goal. Even their, They wouldn't even put their punter in to kick the field goal. And Matt, you said what? Yes, it was. I was like, listen. This punter should be able to make a 21-yard field goal. I don't understand it. I could make that left-footed. And then from there, everything just spiraled out of control. And the bet was, Kelly, that it was a so Matt would try a 21-yarder left-footed and a 40-yarder right-footed. Yeah, there was a lot of go- negotiating that went on yeah. on the field, though. I don't even know what we ended up. Here's how it turned out. When we first 
just made this bet we laughed him off the set. That's a long way. I was never making it. Doing kicking here, Dakota. Okay. That's had his uh, sheets in his car since he bought it. It, it, it looks really wild. It, it, this doesn't look short. <laughs> Kicking motion on this one. Oh, oh boy! Just uh, no kicker's gonna be proud of the job. Okay, I put this. Not exactly athletic. <laughs> oh. Here's the thing: the range of outcomes here is infinite. Well, I... Oh no! That was good too. Because if I hit it squat, it could go for days, or it could just literally roll off to the side. It... These are the ones oh, after the fact that he makes. This ain't that hard. Come on, get it together. Why can't everybody be like Justin Tucker? Oh, we have injury footage. Keep your eye on Kelly, everybody. Right there. Oh my goodness. I am terribly concerned about him right here. I think I can do this. Well, Kelly, you really put a you really put a damper on the after. Yeah, this is going great. Yeah, for Thanks. real. Jeez. You really, Kelly. you really put a damper on the after. Now I show up for the money. But look, there's Gildel. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. What are you Money doing? At me. What, are you, what are you doing, Kelly? Just tending to yourself? Uh, yeah, I yeah. guess. I don't know. Well, listen, <laughs> there it is, ladies and gentlemen. I hope everybody was able to see that at Visa.com or the Visa app. We probably should have had the mics on for most of that. But I just want to say a couple of things. While Matt did not make the field goals when the money was on the line, he did hit the crossbar on, I believe it was a 35 yarder, yes? Uh, yes and, and made all the lefties after the fact. Uh, yeah, that was the while not taking a running start, by the way, we never stipulated that he did it. He did it on the honor system. Yeah. Like a real field goal kicker. You comported yourself very well, man. You done. I, good. I appreciate it. I, I appreciate it. I'm, I, I like that. I appreciate you pointing that out as well, because it, I, I said I said kick a field goal. Right. I mean, and so yeah. I kicked it as if I was kicking a field goal. I didn't do the whole getting 10 steps to like I'm kicking off at the beginning of a game. Tried it from a, an actual field goal standpoint. The big bummer. The right foot was never getting there from 40. So, by the way, when you are out there and you see oh, these yeah. guys kicking these 55 yarders and 60 yarders, it's amazing. I want to let you know what a feat that is because it's not a running start. 
they're having to kick it over other grown men. They're having to kick it high enough to go over the, it's just, it's crazy. Yeah, I don't it's even, a bummer. I made, I, it's a bummer. I made the left footers though. After the fact that was, yeah. that's, that was, that was a bummer. You mean when I was dying on the ground, right? right with <laughs> you Gil, and you were like, let me just go bang through a few. Elaine from Seinfeld, <laughs> Juji fruit thing. He's like, oh, let me just kick this one last one. Um, uh, when did we invite Guy Fieri to join us, Matt? When did that happen? I missed that part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, seriously, it was, so the, but Kelly, Kelly, how's the how's the how's the how's the plot? Yeah, there, there's still a hitch in my giddy up. I'm still limping around. That's for yeah. sure. Matt Brown, everybody. Uh, Two years in the making, he finally came through, and he didn't win the money, but he did. He did yes. good. Way to go, Matt. Enjoy yourself down in Arizona. Matt Brown, everybody. The handle, and of course, the All Angles Podcast. Crackman, unscripted. Next numbers game piece of the Sports Betting Network. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. A numbers game on VSIN, the sports betting network. Hey, don't forget, on DraftKings Sportsbook this season, new customers can bet, can bet rather $5 and pocket $200 in bonus bets instantly. Plus, all customers can get a no-sweat same-game parlay every day. Download the app and use the promo code VEGAS when you sign up. DraftKings Sportsbook, the crown is yours. It's Gil Alexander. It's Kelly Bidlin, live from Bar Canada at the D. Uh, we get tweets. We get texts. First of all, we get texts. Steve Fezzik uh, has chimed in, the only back-to-back uh, Hilton Super Contest winner. He said, 400-pound Wishnev uh, could kick better than Matt Brown, he said. <laughs> On a positive side, he said, Matt Brown does look to be extremely fit. Let me tell you something about Matt Brown. Uh, he got himself a haircut before this. Extremely fit it does not even describe it. Yeah. And then Richard Palmer texted in. He said, uh, me and you look like we're going to Sadie Hawkins dance because we were wearing the same shirts, I guess. Isn't that the one where the woman invites the man to the thing? To the, <laughs> yeah. What are you trying to say, man? <laughs> Can't tend to me. My man was hurt. For God's sakes. Uh, here are the yeah, t- yeah, seriously, there was uh, there was closer video of me and Gil. Oh. Gil was assisting me. Yeah, yeah I was going <laughs> to... I, I thought bad stuff. Trip Tepper. Uh, no, Trip Tepper, not Trip Tepper on this one. This is uh, Michael Burns. Young Gil, a true professional with the live read. I almost want to buy cases of Zen. Thank you with the Zen again. People love the Zen. 
Uh, Jordan Pagel. I'm with Matt. Hamlin is a great story, but he hasn't even been active for most games. I have multiple bets on Cooper Cup at 95 to 1 for comeback player of the year that I would love to get home. 95 to 1 on Cooper Cup. When you hear Cooper Cup, do you think comeback, Kelly? Uh, you know, I think it's an interesting... He did, he did miss a bunch of weeks at the end of last year. It's an interesting bet because it's not really one I thought about Me too neither. much heading into the season. Me neither. Uh, Josie714 talked about Matt Brown's field goals. He goes, that was awesome. Mike K, that was the funniest video. Almost choked eating a banana and drinking my prune juice. Oh, there's a breakfast of champions. Yeah. There you go. Uh, Frank from Seven Hills enjoyed it as well. Bainbridge, Bainbridge Deweese, that was phenomenal. But why did he use a T? Were you and Kelly not willing to hold for him? We didn't really negotiate it. We, we didn't really negotiate it because hell no, I wasn't holding for him. Yeah. He's not a professional kicker. Like, come on, I already hurt, I already hurt my calf out there. I didn't need a broken hand, too. Oh, man, there's plenty of these. We really appreciate it. Thank God it finally happened. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but we won the money. We won the money. We gave, we gave, uh, we gave half of our uh, proceeds to Dakota. That's right. Dakota yeah. did a great job with the video. That's that was right. all him. Dakota Kivishbar doing great work here at Visa every single day. Ladies and gentlemen, it is Thursday. You know what that means? Unscripted with the crack man. You What's know, up, guys? How you doing, man? I thought about that one. Don't call it a comeback when you said comeback there. Yeah, that's yeah. funny. I, I, I don't know. Mama said knock you out. Hold on. Is that, Mama said knock you out. Is that LL out. Cool J? Yes, it is. Oh, wow. You know what? The other, the other guy who wears a Kangol like you do. Yeah, you know what? He's such a nice guy. He is a nice guy. I, I was with him at um, twice, by, by the way. I was with him. But I was actually with him, like right here, talking back and forth at Caesars. Used to have a club years ago. And for some reason, I had a, I had a, I was on stage with him. You know, he had, there was four, caban, four like things on stage. And we started talking. He was one of the entertainers. He was such a nice guy to everybody. Really my, good guy. My my favorite LL Cool J story is he was a already established rapper. I think he was even acting at this point, and he was still driving a really modest vehicle. In fact, I think it had a mechanical roll down the windows uh, contraption on his door to get his uh, car window. Kelly down. doesn't know what that is. Yeah, Kelly, did you know? Oh that yeah, used to yeah, do that? yeah, yeah. Sure, I do. So, you know what this reminds me of real quick is your boy Alfred Morris did the same thing. Yeah, Alfred Morris yeah, did that he as had, well. He had a beat-up piece of crap. He drove through like five years in the NFL. But LL Cool J, much more famous than that, had, had already established a career, and he stopped at a stoplight in L.A., and this group of four young rappers who were like in some one-hit wonder group at that moment in time pulled up next to him and started laughing at LL Cool J because he had this beat-up car that he had to like, you know, yeah. manually roll up and down the window. And legend has it that LL looked at them, they're laughing at him, and he said to them, yeah, I'm the stupid one. As, right. the, as they drove their tricked out car. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. still the way it is today. Yeah. You know, like, like I said a couple weeks ago, I was with some people and went to the valet with one of the kids that, you know, was lost like 40000 playing blackjack and, uh, and he's got an $800,000 car. But, uh, you know, it's like they don't realize you make money. It goes, you know, just like all these people that have made so much money, have entourages around them. And then 10 years later, the entourage is gone and so is their money. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. How you been? You had a good, good. Are you having a good uh, NFL season so I'm having far? A, I'm having a good, listen, I had a, two really good back-to-back weeks. But, you know, it's funny. I'm, I'm not one of those guys that talk about, like, you'll see the advertisements 
Oh, five and oh, his last five games. I don't sure, do that. Of course not. The end of the season, the whole season. I mean, I know we like, you know, I killed preseason football, came out and lost the two first weeks of college football, destroyed it since then. Uh, I know in the end I'm going to win. Are, and we have, we win. Are you in millions? I am in millions. Yes. Doing, doing good. Doing, doing well. Yeah, I, I have I have a good entry in millions. You know, uh, I have a couple of them, but um, yeah, one of them. One of them is doing well. Are you are you still in Survivor? No. No. Uh, no. Now I'm putting picks in for other people. Yeah. Uh, I have a friend of mine that's, it figures, one of the wealthiest friends. He's still in all 10 entries. All he 10. He puts 10 on every, every week does the same thing. 10 entries on the same exact team. Wow. Yeah. Now, is he, is he going to do all 10 from here on out? I think? would say that he'll do 10 uh, at least four more weeks. Till, at least till Thanksgiving, he'll do 10. Wow! Yeah, on the same team. That's what he did. That's what. That's just like his strategy. I don't know if it works, but he's in. I'm out. <laughs> yeah, which again to me is just. Uh, we we even had to tweet this morning. Someone like as a finalist in the Survivor, I think you what you should do. This is a, someone who told me this morning. It's like what you should do is you should be conservative. The first I go, well, you're regurgitating exactly what I've been saying, which is you get. You, you're conservative the first five, six weeks, and then you get a little more frisky. The only thing, and the two that I had left, again, were conservative. And yes, I, you know, the one week that I did play not conservative got me. But I don't, but that would have allowed me to be conservative the subsequent weeks, too. I have right. zero issue with how I played it. I, right. I, it was not an issue. You got knocked down on the Thursday night football? Thursday night football, That's Washington, right. yeah. You know, if, yeah. You, if you listen to, like, uh, the great Steve Fezzik, yeah. who you're talking about, and listen, I, that, that's, uh, I really feel he's about, by the way, talking about on fire. He's on fire this season jesus because i get a, i get i get text of a lot of his stuff so he's, he's on fire also but if you listen to guys like him they say if you're sharp you're supposed to be out <laughs> if you're if you're a, a contest player pretty sharp guy you're kind of supposed to be out of this uh um i wish i had his yeah. exact words i, I, I heard guess, it, i heard I him say I it i don't know if i would go that far but what okay. i w- what i would say is whether you're still in or not or not is not a function of you being smarter than the people that are out that okay. that not in, that's my point in that okay. and no matter how many times i say that there's going to be a portion of the audience that are like ah you're just saying that cuz you're out doesn't matter <laughs> right doesn't matter but i would say the same thing when i was if i was you know those years where i was still in 14 15 weeks in right 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 did, did you uh, no you did oh, no, you didn't diversify right the last week you got knocked out of 3 is that no, two. Oh, two. Two. I played both Washington. Okay, yeah. you played both. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I, I kind of didn't. I kind of played like, you know, like five of one and five of the other. But no, no, actually, at the end, I did. I had 10 Jacksonville. I got knocked out from Jacksonville in the end. Well, I they was, were a seven and a half point favorite versus somebody. I don't even remember. But I mean, yeah. the, the, the folks who have all 10 left or anybody who has multiple like that left. Right. Uh, they have my utmost respect for going all in. Sure. On one. Sure. Now, now there probably is a point. Right. Mm-hmm. There probably is a point you just alluded to it where doing that might not make as much sense. Right. Where it's like, OK, because right now there's there's still almost eighteen hundred entries left. And as I described yesterday, that's, that's still, a lot. Though. That's still more entries, Bill, than started the original Survivor. The original wow. Survivor had like thirteen or fifteen hundred. I can't remember exactly. This is so this isn't even close to have to have haven't even started. Right. And so. I, I respect those that are, are putting all in, and it's probably the, the, the most, you know, stress-free way of doing it. By the way, some people have 10 left, and, they've, and they haven't shoved in on all 10. Oh, wow. They've done it with different, which is, 
you know, you're, you're hitting a money line parlay every week when you're doing that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, That's exactly right. That's what you're hitting. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the whole the whole contest is really a 20 step money line parlay where you're not allowed to use any of the teams twice in that money line parlay. Right. Right. That's really what Survivor is. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so think about how if you think of it in those terms, think how difficult that is. Very impossible. I don't think of it like that until you said it. Yeah, that is a money line parlay. That's you're what you're doing. Different things. Yeah. Tw- tw- uh, Twenty team money line parlay without being able to use uh, the same team twice. So he, the guy with ten, yeah, uh, is going to is. Going I want him to, to win. He's my master's connection. I would. Oh, then yeah, we no. all, we all want me. him to win. Yeah. <laughs> Kelly wants him to win. No, no, no. I mean, like, like I get uh, the tickets this year were like a cost. He gave me like I watched people. Uh, maneuvering tickets back and forth. He sells more Masters tickets than anybody, secondary tickets than anybody, his company. And um, I watched him buy tickets off people and sell them. I know how much he got. I mean, he gave me the tickets at cost for the Masters. So I want him to win. I'm his proxy. All right. Yeah. We all hope he wins. Bill Live at the Masters is one of the bill, better Bill on location shows. Oh, yeah. It was outside yes. the, yeah. the, the, um, yeah. what, the, the Magnolia, Magnolia Lane. Lane. Yeah. Magnolia oh, Lane. That, that was so fun. Boy. Blessed. Totally blessed. My God. You're, you've, you've been willing to go up and down the eastern seaboard uh, yeah. and giving us all kinds of stuff. Yeah. So For nothing, it. by the way. Yeah. <laughs> zero dollars well, and zero cents. This, I got bagels. He just threw that in. Oh, we got bagels for you. How about oh, that? Okay. More with the go crack on. man coming up. Numbers game visa. These sports betting network. All for nothing. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.